Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast 100th episode party line. I am Renee Coleman. I <laughs> know. I am Renee Coleman sitting in the safe house on the party line with my co host, the original troubled man for troubled times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Hey, Renee. The hundredth show. Who would have thunk it? Huh? I know, hundredth episode, man. You know, well, yeah. they, they they tried to stop us. You know, the the uh, the city of New Orleans. You know, uh, uh, rightfully so. They they had to put a uh, a clamp down on uh, on social gatherings because people were going crazy with uh, spreading the virus. So uh, you know, right. We yeah. we had we had our one hundredth episode planned for uh, uh, Monday, the the twenty third of March, and. Uh, and just before that, they, they, they had to close it all down, so we had to scramble and come up with some new methods. And uh, so we wound up having our 99th episode with uh, Dick Deluxe, and, uh, the first time we did it in this party line fashion. And then the success, that, was so, that worked so well, we figured, hey, we can actually do a 100th episode party, but uh, do it remotely. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a hundred show. This uh, it's crazy going nuts. I, I I remember when you approached me about this, and uh, I was like, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. I didn't know what podcasts were. <laughs> right. I I didn't know any of that stuff. Yes. But I told you, you know, I don't know the technology. I mean, I told you I I, I just got my first pocket calculator a couple years ago. <laughs> That's that's how behind the times I am when it comes to technology. But um, with the help of my child and my wife, I've been able to uh, uh, get in the game, as they say, or yeah. whatever, or, or, or kind of get in the game. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm still way behind in, in what's going on. And, and I like it that way because, okay. you know, I, I, I like it that way because that's the way I am. I don't care. Sure, sure. I don't, sure. I don't, I don't want that. I, uh, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the Ted Kaczynski of the, uh, New Orleans, you know, I don't, <laughs> okay, without I'm, not the gonna, murder. I'm not going to bomb anybody, <laughs> right, but, uh, you're going to get by, I, 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 yeah, I'm going to get bombed and, and, uh, and, uh, I, uh, I try to, uh, uh, reflect or shy away from all technology. Cause I, I really think it's, it's another form of pollution, but in this time that we're, we're sitting, uh, well, you're sitting at home, I'm sitting at home and we're dealing with this, uh, COVID-19, yes. as they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID. We're, uh, yeah, COVID, yeah. Um, we're, it's, it's kind of a sad situation for the state, the country, oh, the, the, the whole planet. world. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, the planet that, um, you know, we're all uh, sequestered in our bunkers and right. um, all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, for me personally, I kind of dig it. You know, I don't really want to go out much. I, I never really do go out much. So. You like being but away I mean, from it, people, generally. Yeah. In general, I, I really don't like people. You know? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, uh, I, I really want nothing to do with them. Sure. But you need, you need people for certain things. People, but need, I thought, people I don't who know. need people, yes. Yeah, exactly. Are, are the loneliest people. Well, the, the, the luckiest people, I think, is the, the line. The luckiest but, people, okay. that's it. Yeah, that's right. Not the loneliest people, the luckiest you were, people. You were close. Was that, go ahead. Is that Barbara Streisand? It is Barbara Streisand. 
Yeah. 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 Um, but but so you know we we've we've all had to adapt. We've had to uh, to make adjustments, <laughs> and it turns out you know that 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 uh, like we we had before last week we'd never done a podcast where we weren't all sitting staring at each other's eyes, you know, looking right across from each other. But you know we all have to to adapt and be flexible. You know, flexibility is a key to survival, and uh, turns out it, it worked fine. You know, now I I look forward to the time when we can get back and sit in the same room together but in the meantime uh you know uh you know time marches on we have to have to do what we have to do right right exactly and and uh you know we're gonna keep this going even though i've tried to quit many times right, over the right. last well, hundred episodes yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll keep you know uh, we'll keep this going yes. and uh, uh but you know it's funny it's like i'm looking at my notes and everything's uh covid19 coronavirus19 and what I found hilarious is that it's very sad for this state that we live in that about a week ago, <clears throat> it took the state to get the LSU football coach to tell you the things you need to do because no one would listen to the actual state government. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had thought to that very Coach O before they would. Yeah, Coach O had to say, you know, don't touch your face, wash your hands constantly because. <laughs> The governor, our governor and our mayor of the city was telling you the same thing, but for some reason, no one listened to that. Right, right. But they'll listen, they'll listen to the coach of the LSA football team. That's how backwards, in a way, this, this, you know, this thinking is down here. Yeah, well, at least someone had the presence of mind to get him to tell him. It's like, oh, he's, they're not listening right. to anybody yeah. else. Could you try to chip in, Coach O? And he's like, sure. 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 I'll, I'll do what you want. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. That kind of stuff. I love his voice. He's yeah, a great he's, guy. He's got a tremendous you know? voice. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to have him on the podcast with that voice. Um, sure, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Speaking of people we're going to have on the podcast, so, so we, we went down the line. You know, the, the original idea of the party was we would invite everybody that had ever been a guest and we'd all be there in the circle bar, be going through the PA system, and we'd be live there with a, a table and, and all of our equipment and a couple of open mics. And the former guests would just rotate in and out and sit down, and we'd catch up with them for a minute or two, you know, and then somebody else would come and sit down. Everybody would be milling about. So we figured, right. well... How can we do that similarly? So, you know, I kind of went through the, the list of people who had immediately responded to the invitation and then, uh, you know, peppered in some, some other, you know, superstars uh, of, of the, uh, you know, of the podcast of past episodes. And we came up with uh, a, a very all-star bench. It's like the all-star game. So, so, yeah. so tonight we're going to go through, uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to uh, call up our, our first guest and, uh, and catch up with him. And, and I have notes on, on you know, what episode they were on, and it's, it's going to be really fun. Good. Yes, I'm sure it will be. And um, so you want to get going on this? Or no, no, we can keep talking. Your... No, I'm just, just, uh, you okay. know, just, just, just uh, kind of explaining you know, what's, what's up ahead for the, for the listening audience, for the troubled nation out there. Right. Well, it's so troubled. I, I saw something hilarious, you know, because the whole country is shut down, but there are places that are, are, are that are essential businesses. Mm. Now, everyone, everyone has their own idea what an essential business is. Right. You know, you know and apparently they narrowed it down to like supermarkets, pharmacies, you know, hardware um, stores. Hardware stores. Gun, gun stores, I think, were included in well, that. Well, that's what I wanted to bring up, okay. because California, my home state, mm -hmm. 
said that gun stores aren't an essential oh, business. okay. All right. So within like an hour of them declaring that, the NRA files a lawsuit. Yeah, I could see that. And says, it says, wait a minute, we're essential. So it, it is... So they disagree, and I guess it's essential if you want to blow your brains out. Sure. Basically. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you need the ammunition to go blow your brains out because you're too sick or you're afraid of getting sick or whatever, you might as well just blow your brains or out. Or you don't know how to work a rope. Well, yeah, well, that's it. Or, you know, turn on an oven. Sure, sure, you sure. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. kind of stuff. So, I, I mean, to me, personally, I don't think it's an essential business, but for some people... Maybe it is, you know, they think that people are going to start looting or, or invading their houses, or I don't know. It's yeah, going to be like that's, not- that's people thinking the worst about their fellow man. It's I don't like the impulse, you know, and and, I, and I'm someone that's that, you know, I have guns, but I, I'm not I'm not arming up right now, you know. It's I'm 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 looking to, on the bright side of this. I think you know that that our humanity is going to win out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And but uh, uh, for there's always going to be that one or two people or this gr- a cluster of people who uh, who think that uh, it's uh, it's fake and it's really some kind of uh, enemy uh, within or, or maybe, something. Yeah, conspiracy yeah, that, to uh, mm-hmm. to take away their guns. Right. You know. Well, you <laughs> so know, they I, have to arm. Right? Yeah, so you got to arm more. up. I know. I know. You know, I did right. have a, a friend of mine who doesn't really keep up with the news. He kind of lives way out in the country and in, in, uh, in, in um, you know, eastern Alabama. And uh, he had a long conversation with him. He said, Renee, do you think this is real? <laughs> I said, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Stanley, for sure it's real. He goes, I mean, he goes, I mean, do you think this is like some kind of conspiracy to, to like depopulate the earth? I said, I don't think that's it, man. I mean, <laughs> Uh, you know, he said, cause you know, I hear, I read that places. I said, yeah, don't read those places, man. I mean, uh, Stanley, th- those aren't, aren't reliable news sources says, uh, you know, cause I said, well, how would that work anyway? You know, it's like you, you think they're, you know, unless they have a secret cure to this somehow, you know, you're going to re- unleash this thing and then, and then, but you're going to be safe. That's, it doesn't make any sense. If you, if you, if you just do the math a little bit, you know, go f- five steps out, you'll realize that's, that's crazy thinking, but there are people that believe that and they're there you know there's a, a, a an alt-right echo chamber that that propagates that kind of information and you know people that are low information uh you know individuals will you know will will believe that kind of stuff yeah it you know it's 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 amazing how um um you know we're the same age yes and we grew up we grew up in different cities yes but the stuff that has happened over my life and the opinions that are made about certain events over the last 50 years of my life, I find so perplexing in many ways. It's just like, really? You really thought that was a, a conspiracy? Like AIDS, you know, they thought it was, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, they thought that was just another conspiracy. It's and a bioweapon kind of or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bioweapon. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. It just, it just, it just boggles my mind. And I realized, I guess I realized this, you know, when I started my second life, because we've talked about you live two lives. Uh-huh. You, know, you live that young person's life, and then you live that second life. Right. And when I started my second life, I realized, you know what? I, 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 
I don't want to be a part of any of this. I you don't can't, want to be. You a can't part believe of, in that stuff anymore. I know. I know. I went through a similar phase where you know you're kind of paranoid. You think uh, you know there there are shadowy um, uh, forces at work, and then at some point you go, oh no, that's not. No, nobody's that well, yeah. clever. Well, they they you're couldn't young, possibly you're young, do that. You want to, you know, you want to like. It's all about revolution and giving it to the man when you're young and stuff like that. It just comes a point where it's like, eh. You know, I, I've been alive for 35 years now. Nothing's fucking changed. Right. It's all the same shit. So, you know, I just leave me alone. Everybody's <laughs> struggling to do the best they can. Yes, yes. Right. You know, just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> and um, I don't give a fuck anymore. But there was one thing, because there's one thing I want to talk about, touch on. Okay. Uh, during this whole uh, COVID thing and, mm -hmm. and, and staying well and, and trying to be prepared. I did uh, come across uh, a news item that I thought was very true. Um, it said that um, jacking off will boost your immune system. I think that's true. And raises your white cell count. Okay. So I'm reading this, and I'm thinking to myself, no wonder I'm not sick. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You have a protection. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing this my, you know, since I was 12, 13 years old. Okay. And right. uh, so, uh, so another PSA from the Troubleman podcast, people. If you, yeah, you want to exactly. stay safe, you know, drink a lot of water and, uh, you know, handle your business. Right. Masturbate. Sure, sure, you sure, know, sure. It, it, yeah, and it's, it goes for both uh, male and female, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I think it also boosts your uh, testosterone. So you, you, you might think that it depleted it. In fact, I think it's actually it's a, has a boosting uh, uh, function. Um, you know, oddly... I think... Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, just uh, to, to wrap up on the, the idea of essential businesses, uh, I saw in California, you know, that a business they did consider an essential business was the cannabis business. So they kept all of those open, which makes sense because, you know, you don't want people getting sick and freaking out, you know, because, uh, you know, they got to go back out on the street or something. So besides uh, cannabis sales, also podcasting <laughs> is listed as a, an essential business. So you, you can be out on the street driving to go do your podcast, but uh, well, you know, you know, there's, stay six feet apart. They're, they're way ahead out there, man. Yep. They're way ahead out there. You know, that's where I'm coming from. They're way ahead out there. Right on, right on. Yeah. It's an enlightened yeah. culture. Well, Manny, right. should, should we um, yes. get to our first guest here? Now, why don't you tell the nation who we're calling? We're calling Jimbo Mathis? Yes. Jimbo is founder and leader of the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Uh, right. He's a, a, a solo artist. Um, he's a, a hill country kind of guy. He's uh, called the the Huck Finn of uh, of American music by uh, Jim Dickinson. Okay, well, uh, Manny Chevrolet and Jimbo Mathis, uh, welcome back, Jimbo. Hey, Manny, and uh, hey, Renee. Good to talk to you guys, man. You too. Jimbo. Where are you? Where Where are you hunkered down, Jimbo? Man, I'm hunkered in place at uh, well, up in Taylor, in the country where I live. You know, when I'm not on the road or that's in, in new orleans that's in mississippi yeah just south of oxford mm. beautiful country and how there. is it how is it up there right now with all this uh covid stuff going on man i mean i think it's kind of like it is everywhere it's not popping off like in my county you know it's like uh 
but the stores are all closed down. The businesses are all closed down. Uh, the town's dead and quiet, you know. Uh, so nothing's changed. <laughs> that's what I told. <laughs> hey, Manny, that's what yeah. I told him. I, I said, I said, we've been social distancing here in, in Taylor for fucking generations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a goal. It's not, not a, not a uh, side product. It's that's, a, yeah, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle choice. Right. But, uh, but see, I was supposed to be moving to New Orleans. Jennifer and I were supposed to be moving like permanently in the first of may oh wow uh-huh uh we had everything set up you know and i found a crib well, i still got the crib if i want it but, right uh, we, we're not coming right now you know so i'm gonna put it off you know we're gonna stay here yeah until that's why see what's, see what's going on let everybody stay where they're at right but, uh, right yeah i mean i've been thinking about you guys of course all my bands down there yeah everybody's fucking out out of work you know oh i know uh, so so when all this happened were you guys uh uh on the road or preparing to go on the road or what was, what, what, what stage were you in? I mean, we were just coming into the, the festival season and the, the whole, you know, the whole, uh, uh, yeah. So, so what were you guys up to? Man, uh, squirrel nut zippers were on the road. Uh, we, the, we ended the tour in Detroit on Friday, the 13th mm-hmm. last month. And we had just come through New York, Philly, DC, Cleveland and all uh, uh, Chicago, all the towns were closing down. Yeah, like right after we left them. Uh, well, we went from Detroit uh, on Friday the thirteenth. We did Chicago, and then I flew. We, we Minneapolis got canceled. So I mean, I got to do like ten days. We were like the last band through a bunch of venues up east. You know, right? And how and how were the crowds, Jimbo? They're good crowds. <laughs> Man, I mean, it was almost like everybody knew what was about to go down. You know, I was like, so they were out, they were there, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, they knew the shit was coming. Yep, right. It was at least it was in the air. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and, I felt the same then, thing yeah. down here, man. Yeah, the 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 last the, those that thirteenth and the fourteenth gigs were were full of people, man. And then then the very next day, Sunday, it's like, uh oh, it, it was over. Yep. Yeah, they sent us home. We had one more gig in Minneapolis for a lot of money uh they said no it was at a big art center and they just said no and they sent us home so uh that was where we were you know yeah man. right on the edge right yeah. right i know it's crazy we we you know the the perceptions have changed so much uh from from week to week uh of, of this thing you know we we of course you know our our government had you know they were suppressing some of this information or a lot of this information and and uh you know, it's you. You believe what you're told, you know, and and but then we had a yeah. a creeping realization that oh no, this is much more serious than than we've been led to believe. Yeah, the 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 contract has been broken. I think with the people. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the social contract. Yeah. I think the social contract is broken. I, I, you know, I was thinking life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness was at least a basic thing, but right, that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's uh, we've that's not happening. We we've never faced something like this in our in our lifetime, Jimbo. You know, you're you're about we our age. It. You know, it's uh, yep. It's, I agree. Nothing like it. Well, I mean, it, and it's the scariest thing, Jimbo, is that I saw today that uh, you know we're, it's just around the corner is hurricane season. Yes, and oh. they're talking about at least four to five major storms oh, this bro. year. 
So um, let's hope they're they come later than sooner. You know, that's the thing you have to pray for. <laughs> you know, my God in heaven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd I'd like to get on down there. Uh, just uh, as soon as it's as soon as it's at least I can get some jobs. You know, it's like I can't go. Um, I can't move if I can't get some jobs, you know, like right. I was doing Chicky, Chicky Wawa and I O and Spotty Cat and, you know, all the clubs, man, you know, it's like in restaurants and like a Chafalaya and mm-hmm. doing brunches and shit around town. Right. And, uh, yeah, well, that's so, not going to happen for a while. That's not going to be. For... So what's the word on the street, man? I guess there's nobody really knows, but it's like. The only people on the street are rats. The rats are everywhere on the street, <laughs> especially especially in the French Quarter. Apparently, Fucking all the restaurants all the restaurants closed down, and the rats, you know, came out from the from the sewers to find food because they're used to just getting food in the dumpsters and stuff. But yeah. all the restaurants closed down, and now the rat problem in the French Quarter is insane. And 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 for like the last ten days, they've had like oh man, crews just killing rats. You know? Oh man, that's my job. I could go. I could sign up for that. Well, there you man. go, Jumbo. Maybe there is work for you after all down here, dude. I got I got the perfect pistol for that, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only thing that 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 says to me is like I'm never eating in the French Quarter again. Yeah. <laughs> Are they nutria rats or like regular like no no regular uh, yeah regular sewer rats European rats yeah 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 big ones though yeah Christ yeah, yeah. oh boy Rata- they have yeah, mailing addresses so, uh, well hey yeah. man if y'all hear of a job opening for those uh, rat shooting patrols man that'd be rat perfect, catcher <laughs> yeah yeah perfect gig for me man. To- <laughs> <laughs> I could just picture you with the whole rat yeah. catcher outfit on, Jimbo. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like the Wild West down there, man versus rat, man. Yeah, absolutely. There you Whoa. go. Whoa. So listen, so Jimbo, <laughs> you would have never thought that we would have a hundred episode. Where this no. is our hundredth episode. And it, right. we have to we have to thank Renee Cohen for this because oh, man. Oh yeah, he he approached me a long time ago about this, and I said I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were all in. You were all in, man. You were you were all for. Well, it, I but, am yeah. all in now. Yeah, yes. I mean, I've tried well, to quit a few times. Over you the have because you're a quitter, but you know, I'm but sure. but uh, you know, I, I, I mean, yeah, I quit. I, I come from a long line of quitters. Right. My father was a quitter. <laughs> you know, his father was a quitter. You know, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. He didn't quit it. Yeah, yeah, but. You yeah, we're having too well, much fun. Well, you know, I here. mean, I do have to congratulate you guys. Hundred episodes—that's quite a bit, and you've had some fucking crazy ass guests on here. Yeah, no kidding, uh, man. And, and I've enjoyed listening to the to the podcast. Oh wow! Well, oh, thank you. good. I'm glad you I, have. I, I congratulate you guys, man. I got a troubled man, uh, troubled men sticker on my Telecaster. I use man. Nice. All right. Classy. Yeah. Man. Classy. That's... Way to way to way to represent Jimbo. Classy, yeah. <laughs> well, I love you guys, man. I appreciate you including me on the hundredth episode, and it seemed like just yesterday we were speaking. I know, I know, and, well, and yeah. It, go ahead. 
No, you go ahead. Renee. I was going to say, and and you know, Jimbo, it, just like it seems like yesterday when when we were doing that podcast, and that was you were on episode fifty one, so that was that was forty nine episodes ago that that you were our guest. It was a year ago. Yes. yes. So you know, just like that seems like it was just yesterday, uh, you know, it it will be sooner than than we imagine that we'll be back face to face and i can't wait till when, yes. when you move back to new orleans and things return to you know normalcy not normal because it'll still be new orleans but you know uh what, what we consider normal down here yeah. and uh yeah that's what i'm saying right when we when we meet when we meet on the other side yes 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 so, <laughs> we'll, when we meet on the other side man we'll all get back to where we were yep now jim jimbo will you hear um when we did the show with you was was the hard rock hotel collapsed or was they still no, building it no that that didn't happen yet that no, happened they might not have, later okay. in the year yes that they, was after mardi gras and everything right and right Jazz yeah Fest yeah yeah oh yeah uh yeah okay yeah, no, so I, you were, I was down there yeah i was down there up through mardi gras and uh like up through uh march and then i had i came back and Okay. Yeah. You. Zippers. Yeah. Because it happened. It happened in October, if I, I remember. It's just that like we take right. so many pictures. We take so many pictures outside or inside of the club. I, I can't remember, but that's a hell of a thing that's going on. Uh, I keep saying that they should open it, but they they're not listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'd be the one place I could afford to rent. To you know, to, to, <laughs> <laughs> right in New Orleans. Well, in the, well they said they needed a place. at least you know. Well, the first three floors, I think, are intact. Okay. It's the other, like, yeah. <laughs> it's the other uh, fourth floor to eleventh floor that aren't very stable. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's some inside. Tough. That's some inside information, man. That, right, right. You know, I could really use that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the word on the street, man. It's it like, is. Like, watch out for the rats in the first three floors of the Hard Rocker. <laughs> yes, yes. No. Well, Jimbo, we need to wrap up because we have our, 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 our next guest um, waiting in the wings. Um, I know you do. I appreciate you boys, man. Thank y'all, man. I'll be thinking about Thank you. you. Yes, sir. We'll talk soon on the other side. Yep. Love you, man. All you right, be safe. Jimbo, thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. He's a good guy. Oh, he's a great guy. So, um, so Manny, uh, should I just uh, launch right into the next guest? Um. Sure, why not? Who's our next guest? Well, you're going to like this one. It's none other than Mr. Dave Turgeon. Oh, yes. And and uh Let's hope he let's let's hope he answers. Let's hope okay. he answers, right? So cuz uh okay. you know, Dave, you know, while you may be uh, uh unfamiliar with some of the the finer points of of uh of um you know, podcast technology. Dave has barely checked out on the telephone. So let's see how <laughs> let's see how this works out. So hold for one second. At the tone, Manny. please record your message. <laughs> so that's you that's Dave's message. He's there. not there. That's that's, that's Dave's message there. Options. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Dave, where are you? Yeah, Dave, you're supposed to be uh, on the podcast with us right now. Um, well, put the gun down. <laughs> <laughs> put put the gun down and just call us back or something. I think he's, he's he's wrestling with a with an alligator or something down there. You know, well, Dave Slut. He's, uh, he's wrestling with something. <laughs> yes. Well, you were telling me you had a conversation with him last night where he was he was on the porch and uh, and he was having a cocktail and and, and he was uh, medicating himself and and uh, who knows what was all what, what was going on. Well, there. he told me he was looking out at the because uh, he lives down in Lafitte, which right. is basically the last 
piece of land before he hit the Gulf of Mexico. Yep. And he was um, drinking beer mm -hmm. on his chair, and he had gotten his doctor to refill his script for pain meds. Well, that's good. And he was also uh, holding his gun. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> the triumvirate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Triple threat. So, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to go down there and threaten Dave, you know, because he's such a good guy. Right. And everyone knows him down there. Yes. I mean, the, yeah. The, the sheriff no is reason. friends with him. You know, the, he's, he's his well, family. The sheriff is the mayor and the judge and right, all that right, kind of right. stuff. And, and the bookie. And, uh, and, and, the, and the, he does the books. Yeah. He's right, the right. bookie and he runs the numbers and all that right, kind of stuff. Right. And, and Dave is, uh, Dave is his friend, you know, right. Dave is right, a superstar. So should we call our next guest? Yeah. Should yeah. We call the next yeah, guest? yeah. Let's, let's, uh, well, let me, uh, do this again. We're going to jump onto the next guest. Who's, uh, who's got some very, um, uh, uh, uh timely news. And that's, uh, that's, uh, Jonathan Fralick. So uh, let, oh, me, okay, let me yeah. put you on hold we again. We'll, we'll get. Uh, you have reached the maximum time permitted for recording your message. <laughs> okay. If you are satisfied with your message, press one to listen to your message. Press two. To okay, so we're going on to. Uh, I'll, I'll come right back with Jonathan Fraley. Okay. And we're back. Hey, Jonathan, How man. How's it going? Well, I'm feeling great because I told you this last time you were on the show. Um, that this was going to happen and that we should end Mardi Gras. Remember I said Mardi <laughs> Gras, right, yeah. <laughs> Mardi Gras fucks this city over so bad and no one listens to me, but look at, look at, look at me now, huh? Well, yeah, but no, Renee, I mean, no, 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 but listen, Manny, you're entirely wrong. I just want the public to know. Okay. The greatest thing about this is there'll be far less people and they'll be spaced out again. Like it was 20 years ago. And it'd be fantastic. Oh, okay. Now I expect that from Manny Chevrolet. So Jonathan Fralick is getting on board with the uh, the depopulation uh, <laughs> wish. <laughs> well, you know, they just won't show up because they'll be afraid. So oh, be okay. Okay. The, 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 it, this won't be a result of anyone's uh, demise. Well, just no, won't because of the massive depopulation. It'll just be like everyone will be like, whoa, bad juju. And okay. Definitely the next Mardi Gras will be that way. There's going to be so many people who are just going to say, eh, I don't think so. You <laughs> yeah. know, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, so uh, how are you doing, my friend? Well, actually, I think I got the actual, uh, the actual famous uh, sexy virus that's going around. You got the COVID? So oh, I got the COVID, I think. And, uh, and I went for testing a few days ago. And, uh, but I, I think I have the mild, the, the famous mild symptoms. You're Thank just hoping God. they don't get worse. Thank God. So what yeah. are the symptoms? I mean, what are the mild, what are, I heard it's like uh, fever, shortness of breath. What else? Uh, there's a lot of them. There's fever, shortness of breath. There's everything up to those. Those are the coughing that that's, that's standard. And then, and then there's also, but it goes straight up to, they have people coming in with, uh, intestinal problems and, uh, you know, all kinds of organ issues if it gets laid on, but primarily it seems, to, but some people present with different things. So like in my case, I did, I haven't had a fever. I had the cough mm -hmm. and the tightness of breath thing. And, uh, but I have a friend and they, they only had fever and no shortness of breath, hmm. you know, uh, and fever that went on for a long time. So 
it's pretty it's a pretty much of a motherfucker of a disease man you know if you get it just because we don't we don't we you know if you're not if you're not equipped to if your immune system isn't equipped to handle it and i, I think it's presenting all kinds of ways you know right and it's so random well, like well, what what symptoms you get and they can't even predict i mean in some cases you know if you have uh you know uh diabetes or something like that you know some kind of heart condition obviously you're you're at a lot uh, worse position to do it but plenty of healthy people that are that are having you know terrible uh uh you know symptoms and terrible results it's true but i'd like for all the people that get it that don't have underlying conditions i would like to put this out there just to counterbalance the news because Mm -hmm. i found this a problem and it really scared me which is just that you know it's very boring in the news to describe what it is to have it at a very low level and right. so it doesn't make the news. What makes the news is the 0.5% that end up in intensive care units fighting to get on a ventilator. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's the people that, you, that we are most worried about. But on the other hand, a person getting it, because everybody's very freaked out, that doesn't have that. You're talking about something that isn't making news by the hundreds of thousands of people, by the way, that, that recover, that really it's like maybe they feel something for two or three days, but it's not that bad. And you've probably had a flu that feels way way worse i mean i'm not saying i can't go wrong but i'm just saying that there's a hundred more than a hundred thousand cases where it just sort of drifts out and it wasn't that bad you know and uh and so i'd like to say that because it gets scary and then you can't read through the statistic that you're reading which is that oh my god what if i'm one of the 0.5 percent and can't get on a ventilator and i I, you know what i mean right right the vast majority are coming through it so, Jonathan, are you you're quarantined at home? Do you live? Do you have a girlfriend, a wife? Are you just by yourself? Uh, it's just me and a few Apple devices. Okay. I'd like you to call me in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I got you know my guitars are quarantined. They're over there. And uh, well, my advice to you is is to masturbate because apparently well, masturbation know, masturbation helps uh, your white cell count and stuff like that. I, I think that's the case, and you know, you, you definitely—it's definitely a good time to try to up the quotient. Okay, know? and I think uh, <laughs> do your part. <laughs> God helps those who help themselves. Yeah, troubled no, nation. Uh, Everyone do their part in a troubled nation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, you know, no, no, I mean it's, everyone's stopped up enough. You know, I mean, I, the thing I'm worried about is, of course, you know, and I, you know, is, 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 is the way you know they're going to move right from virus statistics with this to STDs. Yeah, and, right, know, right, right, right. <laughs> well, you know, when you, you were know. when when I was asking you about the symptoms that you had the other day, you you told me that you said, uh, well, I have like a kind of a, a tightness in my chest, and I, I cough a couple of times a day. I said, well, I, that sounds like every day for me. How will I know if I get it? <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly, and a lot of people don't. They don't even know they had it. I mean, until they go up with the test. I mean, look, these circumstances are so crazy. Uh, you know, I mean. Whoever thought we'd be here? I mean, I was, we were in the athletic club the other day where, I mean, you know, if we'd have, you know, if, if I'd have had, if we'd have, it's, it's conceivable that if I'd done the interview with you all a week later, that we'd all have it now. And it would be a great virus party. Like, you know, I don't know how many people are going to come out of it. <laughs> I don't know how great that would be, but uh, you know, sure. Yeah, that wouldn't be great, but I mean, it's just so crazy. I mean, you know, yes. it's crazy what's going on, you know. Well, you know, so we, Jonathan, go ahead, go ahead, Manny. So, Jonathan, since the last, yeah, I mean, you were just on recently, like show 95 or something like 96, that. 96, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, have you had a chance to see the movie Judy? 
I didn't see Judy. No, I did. I saw Wendy. I did go see Wendy, and I, Wendy. I, I, I couldn't stand it. No, that movie. What's that? What's Wendy? And I, and and I and I'm in grave danger in Louisiana for saying that because it was the New Orleans director, but I couldn't stand the movie, and I got to say that. What is Wendy? I haven't oh, heard about that. Wendy yeah. was a retelling of Peter Pan, oh, uh, made oh, by the, okay, uh, the, okay. the 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 chap that's uh, East of Southern Wild. Oh, right, yeah, right, right, I saw right. I saw something about that. That looks so stupid. I I just I didn't even read the article to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit. It was it was arduous uh, to at least, and um, you know, and uh, and there you go. But we got through it, and I came out the backside. Okay, and, and <laughs> as you will get through this and come out the backside, you know this uh, exactly. And uh, I'm planning to do it, and you know, and and, and 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 you know, this is one of these things where hopefully it does go smoothly, come out the backside. Then at least you know you had it. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you'll, you'll have some immunity. You can uh, go minister to, uh, to all those other poor, poor souls that aren't faring as well as you. Yeah, that's right. You know, drop a line and say, it's going to be, yeah. But you know, it was funny because it reminded me of, you know, I actually did have cancer and, and uh, yes, you did. You beat that years ago. Yeah. And, but also, you know, it's like all of a sudden, once you get it, you hear it start, of course it's, it's everywhere now, but you, you know, people start calling in, you start, Finding people that have it, you know, like I've on my fourth call today with somebody that I know that that also that that's also in the situation. So, huh. Okay, you know, and not dying, which is good. Not dying, which is great. But you know, so I mean, you know, that's that's also correct. But you know, damn, I'd rather not have gotten sick at all. Sure, sure, sure. Now, but your immune now system has. Go ahead, Manny. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, so your immune system is not compromised at all since your uh, your your treatment. You've fully recovered, you know, 100%, uh, you know, since... Uh, yeah, according to the authorities, that's the case. You well, that's know? good, that's And good. I try to stay in good shape, and, you know, and, yeah, I'm so... Clean so living. now all I am yeah. is, uh, yeah, clean living, and now I'm just waiting for the test results to come back. Crazy test, by the way. That was, that was really nice. It goes way up your nose, is that right? Yeah, you know, it was... It's, well, actually... To tell the truth, it was one. Of, it was just about the most efficient thing I've ever done in New Orleans. Huh, okay. I, I was amazed me, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, that's not saying much, really. No, it's not. But uh, it's no, good but to hear. It, it was a real wonder, and I mean, I drove up to the Mahalia Jackson Theater. There was one car in front of me, no cars behind. Huh? And you go to the first table, and they say what do you got? And I say coughing and tight chest. And I, you know, I possible underlying conditions. Say, okay, great. Come in. And then you go to the next table, drive, they give you a mask, mm-hmm. put the mask on, okay. drive to the next, don't take the mask off. Keep your, and they start marking up your car, you know, like with Katrina type symbols on the oh, windshield wow. with a pen. Oh, wow. And then you drive forward and then they, you know, and then, and then it's another table. It's nice people who, ask you for your information and give you some information. You roll up the window, you go around the Mahalia Jackson and there's another table. And they said, they tell you that it's going to happen at the next table. And then you just drive to the next table. And there, there are the people with the bobble suits with the real head protective guy, you know, like you've seen in the, in the media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they say, pull the mask down below your, just below your nose, lift your head up. And then they stick a wooden thing so far up your nose that it feels like, I don't know. I hear the Egyptians used to do this to pull people's brains out when they were mummifying them. <laughs> right, right. But they didn't do that. <laughs> uh, they didn't take my brains out, but it was, I went through my head. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Crazy. Well, by the Nine o'clock. Time, I was in and out by about four minutes. 
Wow, that is that is incredibly efficient for New Orleans. Jesus, man, I, I don't think I've done anything well, how that many, efficient. That sounds like a lot of tables. How many tables it was, was that? Like There's four tables, and there was military people there. You know, there was armored vehicles and stuff, and uh, but and and people dressed like doctoring people, uh, all in, all in the boots, and um, yeah, yeah, that's just about it, you know. Wow. Well, I'm I'm glad you were able to 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 get treated, and you you sound like you're you know you're in good spirits. Um, you know we're we're uh, moving through our guests here, and and uh, you know we had a guest drop out. That's why we got to you a little bit early, but uh, we got to spend a little bit extra time with you. Um, and you know uh, we we look forward to the you know Jimbo Mathis was just on before you, and and uh, he was uh, guest 51. It was like a year ago, and he's saying, oh wow he's saying yeah. God it sa- seems like it was just yesterday, and we were saying yes. It, it, it the time went by fast and we look forward to the time when uh you know we'll all be back together and, and that will be you know uh sooner than we think hopefully it will you know we'll, we'll look God, back yeah, on I this cannot and wait yes yeah yeah it's going to be a lot totally of, can't wait to be back in the presence of people listen I, I congratulations to you all for putting together such a good show for 100 episodes and, oh, and thank for actually managing to have a party a party online in the year of the plague you know which is uh Something impressive. I'm waiting to see the show. Yeah, yeah man. Well, uh, as as I as I said on your episode, we 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 owe you so much because you were very generous and instrumental in in um, helping facilitate the beginning of this podcast. So you know, I I'll never forget that, Jonathan. And um, you uh, know, we think so much of you. And and you know, take care of yourself. And uh, you know, get better quickly. And uh, you know, we hope to see you soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, take care, you, buddy. All right, take care. Uh, Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, you want to take a break? What a prince! Sure, yeah, we can take a little break and make another cocktail, and uh, and I'll yeah, I'll leave the line open, and we'll get right back. All right, okay. So get yourself a drink, people. And we're back, back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am Renee Coleman. We're in in our safe houses. And we have we're about to uh, call Mr. Dave Clements, one of the uh, one of our early guests. He was actually guest number nineteen, our only guest to uh, to go AWOL on us. So uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, we're we're gonna put Manny on hold for one second. And I'll dial Dave up and uh, see if we can make this happen. All right. And here's Dave, Dave Clements, uh, with with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy, Mr. Manuel Chevrolet. <laughs> we, we speak again. Yes. For for those of you who, who are, aren't aware of Dave Clements, you can uh, check him out on our episode number 19. Well, well, one of our earliest guests on the Trouble Men podcast. He's the owner of the Circle Bar, also Snake and Jake's, also a uh, uh, great bass player, a uh, member of the Clements Brothers, a uh, uh, member of Sex Dog, a member of uh, Johnny Jay and the Hitmen, his a storied career, and, uh, and the Plowboys. Reminding me, the Plowboys. Plow yes, the Plowboys. Plowboys, the wild, wild peyotes. Wild peyotes. Also the, man. also the. Uh, he he he's the the uh, owner of the Clempire. The Clempire, you got that. I'm glad you <laughs> mentioned that. So Dave, Clempire, serious debt at this point in time. Is it? Oh God, yeah, my businesses are out of business. Most of my tenants are um, in the service industry. Oh geez, <laughs> oh man, I'm 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 waiting to see. You know, none of my tenants ever pay on the first, even though the rent is due on the first. They always wait till the fifth, which is like the last 
day they can pay without incurring any penalty. So I'm uh-huh. I'm, I'm I'm waiting with bated breath to see uh, who decides not to pay me. Because I, I can give you a pretty good idea of what's going to happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> what's, what's your best guess, Dave? That that would be like me bartending at Snake and Jake's and saying, "Oh, it's on the tab. I'll yeah. catch you next month." You know how that's going. <laughs> right, be. right, right. Well, you know, uh, well, that, we we do that with Manny at, at Circle Bar. Yeah. Oh come on, give me a break. You used to do that with me, not anymore. We don't. No, not anymore. Now it's fuck you, pay me, Manny. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, Manny. Yeah, those bartenders over at Circle Bar run a pretty tight ship uh, in your absence, Dave. I gotta say. Oh yeah, they really are known for that, man. All of my businesses are known. Tight ship, Clements. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dave, you were a little bit under the weather, and you kind of quarantined yourself. How are you feeling? Actually, um. You know I'm feeling good. I was out. I, I have a, a another persona. I'm called a leaf fighting man. Hmm. I'm a okay. leaf fighting man. Because <laughs> uh, much to my neighbor's chagrin, I get out with a blower. Oh, and, you're one of those fucking guys? Oh, brother. Yeah, except, you know what? I've even got a mulcher. So not only can I blow the leaves, but I can vacuum them up and mulch them okay well now ah. that's if everybody did that i w- you guys wouldn't have such a bad reputation it's just the the people that blow them into their neighbor's yard that's who i who i want to fucking kill yeah no i don't do that i actually blow everything onto my yard then i inhale it with the mulcher nice and then the average garbage bag that i fill up weighs at least 85 pounds <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So when the garbage men show up, they all find these little nasty notes. You fuckwad. No. no. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck you, leaf fighting man. So they're not real happy with me, but uh, very efficient. And, nice. Uh, it's one of my guilty pleasures, I, I have to say. So I, my point being that I actually back, got back out yesterday and today for the first time in about two weeks so you know i'm feeling good Hmm. so you recently went through this uh uh, being under the weather now do you think you had the covids or uh or or a less sexy uh virus perhaps (laughs) i had the novid the novid (laughs) (laughs) um actually i don't know because i had the flu about two months ago which kicked my ass now, are you and, sure uh, it was the regular flu? It's like, you know, this this shit has been floating around for a couple of months. We don't know if you didn't get tested. Well, this you know? one I do because my girlfriend, Cap Wayne, mm-hmm. made me go to the emergency room at about 1 o'clock in the morning because I had 103 fever. Mm. And they actually did the swab. Oh. Uh, and up the nose, the swab went up the nose. Okay. Uh, how far and, up did it go? Because our last guest said the swab went way up to his brain, practically. If I had a brain, I might that could have <laughs> But uh, since there is some doubt about that, I didn't feel a thing. Okay. Uh, actually, they, they put it up there far enough to where it, it made me jump a little bit, mm. which okay. reminds, reminds me of a bad joke. You want to tell okay. it? Okay. You guys, the Clements so, are known for bad jokes. Go, go ahead. Boudreaux and, and Thibodeau are talking, and Boudreaux tells Thibodeau, oh, man, back when I was in the military, he says, man, that was tough. And 
Thibodeau said, Boudreaux said, you wouldn't have been in the military. He said, sure enough. Said, what'd you do? So well, I was a paratrooper. He says, no, no, you wouldn't. He said, well, what'd you do? He said, well, the first day I'm there, he said, get on that little table and jump off. Well, what'd you do? He said, I jumped off the table. Next day, he said, get up on that tower and jump. He said, well, what'd you do? He said, well, I got up on the tower and I jumped. Next day, we up in a plane. Everybody jumps out. I get to the door. I can't jump. The drill sergeant comes up behind me and says, now, says, Boudreaux, he says, you're going to get out there and jump. Thibodeau said, well, what'd you do? He said, I'm going to put my big dick up your ass. He said, well, what'd you do? He said, well, I jumped a little at first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Didn't see that I one coming. I told Manny that one. Okay. I think I told you that one, Manny. Probably, but you know my 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 uh, father-in-law who passed away a couple years ago. He was the master of the Thibodeau and Boudreaux jokes. Mm. He knew them all, mm. so I might have heard it from him. Do you remember? I might have heard it. Of them? Not really. Not really. <laughs> the old ones are the best ones. Well, well, so at any rate, I jumped a little at first. Okay. When they put the swab up my nose, mm. but it came back positive that i had the flu oh okay um, okay so that was about two i was before mardi gras uh, got through mardi gras and then i thought that the night i closed both bars which was the 16th i thought i should make an appearance at both bars mm -hmm. and of course that meant drinking heavily at both bars well you know you so, are a professional I am, and I felt it was my duty. Mm -hmm. So the next day, I felt like shit. So I thought, well, it's just a hangover. And uh, then later that night, it kicked in with the fever, mm. which lasted about five days off and on. And that was last week or so. Then um, it, the fever seemed like it went away, but I just didn't have any energy at all. could barely get out of bed. Wow. But I didn't have any other symptoms uh, that at least that they were talking about. So I just kind of self-quarantined myself and have really just kind of not been doing anything. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you, Dave. Dave. Yeah. Do you get do you get a flu shot every year? No, I didn't. And I probably should. Well, no, here's the thing. Because every time I go for my annual physical with our Renee, Renee and I share the same uh, doctor. Yes, the the Troubleman Podcast staff physician. Yeah, the staff <laughs> physician. And I haven't had a flu shot in probably nineteen to twenty years, and I've never had the flu. Okay. What do you attribute that to? Alcohol. <laughs> oh well, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was drinking heavily when I got the flu. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just lucky because every year I go to see him. He says, you want your flu shot? And I say, no, nope, not having it because I haven't had the flu. And in, in, since probably the mid nineties when I was still back in Los Angeles. So Damn. I have not never had the flu. Well, maybe so. it's because I'm old and feeble. You sound pretty well, robust, Dave. Just just saying on, on the phone here, you sound uh, you sound young and robust. Oh, okay. Well, I've actually lost about fifteen pounds. I'm normally around one fifty ish. Uh, I'm down to like one thirty five. Wow, wow. That's your that's my partying weight, man. 
That's fucked. Ah. <laughs> as, as Kathleen looked at me and she said, you look like standing vomit. Oh, well, that's <laughs> not very nice. I thought that was a nice name. So that's my stage name, Stan Vom. Stan Vomit? <laughs> she has a couple of other nicknames, too. Squid Legs, that was another one. She's got a new one now. I can't remember. I can't remember that's what. probably why she only comes down twice a year, huh? That's right. She doesn't feed me. Oh, no, what she him. does, she's up in Buffalo. She cooks all these incredible meals, salmon, cakes, and stuff like that. Mm. And then she sends pictures of the meal to me. Oh, well, but that, that's not going to put <laughs> any weight on you. <laughs> pictures. Right. Then then I sent her a picture of a piece of toast and some microwaved hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I can tell you right off, it's just not really very good. Yeah, 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 not as I good did. as the regular boiled eggs. Yeah, yeah, it's not at all. Faster but though. I tore, I tore my kitchen apart, so I don't have a stove. Mm. Well, so, you know, I was going to ask you in 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 this this time off from your bars and stuff, are you are you doubling down on the the renovations on on the you know the building the Clempire? No, because I was sick the last. 10 okay. Days. Do you plan on so, on uh, on using your your free time for that now? Well, I did, except that I realized that when you start renovating, you also need to spend money. Spend money. You have no capital. Okay. And right, since right. I have zero capital at this or no foreseeable capital coming in anytime, I'm a little reluctant to spend any of my, uh, you know, slight amounts stashed aside. If anything, I'll spend it to reopen the business or help my employees out. <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. Right. Well, I was going to say, you know, it's easy to find help right now. You know, it's uh, but, you know, you got to be careful who you choose. That is true. Well, Renee's looking for work. I'm not oh, looking man. for work, hey, but I might be. Players got to stick together. Hey, if, if I was going to if I was going to sign on with somebody to do to do some manual labor, uh, Dave Clements might be one of my first choices because I, I know Dave's a solid boss. You know, he's uh, he, he wouldn't abuse oh, me. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, according to one of my uh, my old bartenders, Lori, she uh, said I was the most uptight, laid back boss she'd ever worked for. Okay. Whatever that means. Right. Because I'm pretty anal about a lot of really meaningless stuff, like how the uh, the glasses are or the bottles are put into the cooler. But if it comes down to like doing inventory or making sure that people actually pay for drinks. I'm kind of lax on that end. So yeah. you're, you're a kind person, Dave. Yes, yes. You have a, you have a, a light touch. Well, that's, that's why you're my, Hey Dave, that's why you're my campaign manager. That's true. <laughs> well, you know, Hey, speaking of that, we might have some leverage against control with all of this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know. You, you know, you know, Manny pays his taxes too, so that's that's one advantage that you you guys can can use that. You know, pull it out. Uh, you know, say who here on stage has any tax liens against them, and Manny Manny Ooh. won't have to raise his hand. But uh, <laughs> that could yeah. be our way to get to control this year. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think it's going to be a lot easier uh, in the next year or so. I think it's going to be a lot easier than that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Well. What, we'll see. When is the election anyway? Oh, twenty-two. We've got about twenty-two months before we got to start getting serious. Okay. Okay. Right. A little bit like less, but almost yeah. two years. You're saying? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, almost two years. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Renee, Renee, how come you're never involved in this campaign? Well, I was I was involved early on in the campaign. Then, you know, I, I had to, to move on to other things. You know, it's like so, you know, we all have our roles to play, Dave. You know, I'm, I'm oh, I see. yeah, yeah, I'm, right, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm happy to, to make room for uh, for new blood to come in. And, uh, you know, since I wasn't able to put Manny over the line that first time, I thought, well, maybe <laughs> maybe somebody else can do it. <laughs> Oh yeah, how's that worked out so far? Well, I don't know. Yeah, you know, exactly. We, we keep trying until you know. So, so, so I started this podcast just to keep Manny's uh, face in front of the the people. You know, in the interim, ah. you know. So, so I'm doing this, and then you can get back and you know, uh, you know, have 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 boots on the ground when when the actual campaign starts, and you know, this can all work together synergistically. Well, I, that's what I like, that word synergistically. I think, you know, once the bars are reopened, I'm back on my feet. Clempire's kicking ass. Yes. There's, no, there's no stopping Manny this time. That's I right. really don't think. That's right. That's right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Dave. I don't think you're going to be able to run for governor, though, yet. I think Edwards might have that wrapped up this time. Well, well the thing yeah, is, yeah. he can't run for a third term. term. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a term limit. This is the second term, oh, Dave. Oh, yeah, I yeah, forgot yeah. about that. All right, right, right. But he's Wait, been I, very good. He's been very good. If yeah, you he's ask doing me. a solid job. I think so too. Thank God. He's. Wow. We were talking about this the other day. Imagine if that idiot Rasponi had had uh, had won, <laughs> and, and, oh. and and we had him running this this uh, this. Oh my God! Yeah. He would have made Trump look intelligent. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and honest too. That yes. would have taken some doing. I know. I know. It's all a matter of of, uh, of uh, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, Dave, you well, know, we, we have a bunch of other guests because this is a, a simulated uh, uh, podcast party, you know, and, and so, so we're, we're rotating guests in and out. And thank you for picking up the phone. And I'm so glad that you're, you're you know, back to your, your strapping, uh, strong I self. I doing well. I, I thought maybe y'all would just hang up on me and simulate me walking out of the last podcast. <laughs> well, we do appreciate you hanging on through the entire uh, 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 episode hey, that we had you for, you know, so that's I, a- I did break my no drinking rule of the last two weeks and I'm having some delicious white wine, actually, courtesy of Snake and Jake's. Outstanding. 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 We got lots of it. If y'all ever want to break the rules and come by and sit in the backyard, let me know. Okay. All right. Oh, that's, that's good to know. That's a, yeah, that's a, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure the families would like to get out for a few uh, and, and, and join you. Yeah. We're not going to open officially because, you know, we don't want to do anything illegal. Right. Uh, like serve underage drink. No. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Doesn't go serve on. Future, we don't want to serve future mayors of New Orleans either. That would be a mistake. Okay. Well, my last my last campaign party was at Snake and Jake's Christmas Club. Yeah, remember? Oh, you don't? Yeah, you weren't there. <laughs> Who are you talking to, man? Do you remember? <laughs> no. Well, all right. I will let you all call some other uh, interesting folks. Thank y'all for uh, calling me. Thank Love you. Guys, and hopefully, we'll get back together soon. Absolutely, All Dave. Right, thank you. All right, buddy. All right, buddy. Bye, bye. Good night. Good night. Let me uh, let, let me uh, move ahead to uh, Johnny Vodakovich. and uh, yeah, because he's he's a master of time and space. So uh, and and uh, and uh, elegance and taste as well. So let me see if we can get Johnny on the line here. All right. 
And we're back, back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet, back with Mr. Johnny Vodakovich, the dean, yeah, right. the, the master of New Orleans drummers. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we, Johnny, what's going on? Oh, uh, you, what's going on, man? It's our 100th episode party, man. I'm glad you can make it. It's whoa, a party. Whoa, 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 man. Wow, wow, wow. That's great, man. A hundred, a hundred. <laughs> yeah, they said it couldn't be done, but we just wouldn't stop. So that then it happens, you know. It's like anything in life, you know. If you if you just excellent, don't quit, excellent, it, yeah, excellent. They yeah, they, guys, they tried to stop us. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought Amy would would have stopped you, but you know, there's no stopping you. I, I listened to that 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 stuff y'all did with Amy. It was great, man. <laughs> now, so Johnny, um, I, I, yeah, I I've been watching your videos that you you put on Facebook. Um, that you you've been uh, doing a great public service. Uh, you you come on every day and you do a short video where you you roll the dice on on your yes. on your snare drum head and yes. Uh, yes. you know whatever number comes up you you play a little bit in that time signature perhaps. Yes. And then you have some uh, a message of of hope and faith. Yes. Yes, that's, that's a Deborah Vodakovich uh, idea, and uh, she is the one who directs it and tells me to sit down and play and tell and say something uplifting, and you know, so she's the creator of that. And um, nice, uh, we, we, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I just kind of, you know, I just kind of, you know, you go along with try, it. Yeah, I just go along with it, you know, and uh, you know, I say, okay, you got to help me out, you know, and then she's the one who, you know, she, you know, if it wasn't for her prompting, prompting me to say something, I'd probably just sit there, sit there and play, and probably go off on a tangent, you know. Well, I do go off on a tangent, don't I? But, well, you and, know. and we love that about you, Johnny, and and it's 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 it really is so um, it's so warming uh, to. For the in, you know everyone, all the musicians in New Orleans, the non the music fans love you, and to, to see you there being so positive and so Johnny, um, to have that every day, it's it it really is encouraging and and, and gives us all a good feel and good attitude. That's great, man. You've done a, a couple of longer form, like an hour or fifty minutes or so, where you're playing yeah. tunes, and, and I do that. On, I do that on. Thursday night. I told you I would have done it out here. Okay, so so you you do that like instead of your regular um, uh, Maple Leaf Thursday night gig. Yes. Right, right, right. I try, yeah, try, I, I do it on Thursday evenings at eight thirty, about you know, and uh, I try to do like a longer set. And uh, on that on that Thursday night, I I ask for people if they want if they want they can throw some money at me, you know, like you know, but you know. Uh, yeah, so that's like my I, I, that's supposed to be like my Thursday night gig, you know, hoping I'll make a few bucks. And I have, you know, people have been generous, you know, people have, uh, you know, give uh, to the uh, tip jar thing and all of that. You right. Know? You but know, the daily the mm -hmm. daily thing, I, I, I'm not asking for money at all. For, it's a daily thing. There's no tip jar for that. There's no uh, donate. That, that's just uh, Deborah coming up, coming out there and say, look, Johnny, get Get, sit down for five minutes every day at, 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 at four o'clock, and you know, say some uh, say some uh, positive stuff. And we'll, you know, and I say, okay, you gotta give me some ideas. So, so that's how that that is. You know, Thursday night I I try to make it like a gig, and I try to you know, 
sing and play and uh, talk about crazy stuff and maybe answer questions and stuff like that. And, you know, and ask for a tip and all that stuff, right. you know, blah, 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 for a longer time, you know, for hours, maybe. And so uh, I've seen uh, you, you've, you start off uh, these with uh, playing a, a tune from the uh, American Songbook, which you won't name because yeah. you said uh, that if you name the, the song, then you may get into uh, copyright trouble. Yes, the- yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> You know, I, I have heard of people, musicians getting kicked off of Facebook for playing even their own music in the last uh, three weeks, you know, like the wow. for, for supposedly for uh, copyright infringement. Now, I don't know how Facebook is making these judgments, but uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's crazy. How, how is that possible? How I don't, is that possible? I, you know, like 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 Facebook knows, you know, who who wrote what. I don't know why why they're. Uh, why they're doing any of that but um but so so you'll you'll start you'll play a tune you play the melody the rhythm of the melody on the drum kit mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. people will be uh like uh name that tune people are trying to to right, uh right, to right, 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 identify right, right. the song and 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 message in and and you know a lot of people are pretty quick to to get it man i saw uh-huh, you know uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah yeah it's, it's it's you have a pretty astute audience out there yes yes it amazes me it amazes me you know that uh, a lot that some a lot of people got got it. You know, and 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 and, and wasn't exactly uh, uh, one of the tunes I did wasn't exactly you know what I would call a popular song, but a lot of a lot of people figured it out. You know, right. So so that was cool. You know that that you know that 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 the audience is that hip. You know that they could detect a, mel- a melody just from the rhythm of it. You know. Right. So that, no, that's I'm really kidding. that's really encouraging, you know, that to 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 know that the people around you know, around here are, 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 are you know are so uh, you know more musically uh, you know hip, yes. smarter that you know than than, than maybe I, I would have thought, you know. Okay. Which well, is, is pretty cool. It it is New Orleans, Johnny. So you know. Yeah! 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 And some people who be telling me the name of the song are not, you know, are not musicians. You know, that's what freaks me out. That's what puts the freak on me. You yeah. know, that you know, like people telling me the name of the song is like a felonious monk song or something. Man. Uh-huh. And this guy's not even a musician. You know, right. but he knows he knows that tune. You know, it's pretty hip. It's- you know, we got a pretty hip uh, 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 kind of. Uh, uh, a musical audience yes you know yes around here you know well you know johnny our 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 last broadcast we did in the ring room before all this uh corona stuff started happening he was this drummer and doug below he told us yes yeah doug below he told the story about because he lived out in the country somewhere and you were playing some festival and he was a, like a 12-year-old kid or something, and his dad pulled him from his studies and said, come on, we're going to go see one of the best drummers ever. And he went and saw you, and after that, that was it for him. So he, it blew his mind. And then it blew his mind, and then like fast forward a few years, he's a teenager, and he drives two hours to New Orleans to see you play, I think what what club was it, Renee? Snug Harbor. He's playing. Johnny was playing with Snug. Astral Project at Snug Harbor on like a Tuesday night or something, off night. Right, and you invited him upstage to play drums or something. 
Yeah, he tells a story. It's 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 like a Alice in Wonderland sort of story where you know he uh-huh, runs into uh-huh. you uh, out outside in front of the club and uh, mm-hmm. and and you say here be on the guest list with me. You bring him in and he's sitting there in the front of the stage and somewhere in the middle of the set he you just gesture with the sticks towards him like you want to come play a, a tune. <laughs> So you get yes. you get sixteen year old Doug Belode up to play a tune, and his the yes. story goes on. After that, he he's trying to walk back to his car, and a, a stripper meets him in the street, brings him down to, <laughs> to uh, Bourbon Street to drop him off. She goes, she goes. He's telling her, "I'm a drummer." She goes, "Oh, you should come meet Dickie Taylor." And uh, so, right. so uh, it's it's a crazy story, and 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 oh, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. And his dad told him. His dad told him. To be home by two in the morning, <laughs> yeah, and he didn't get home. Yeah, he got home at like uh, like uh, sunlight, you know, like sunrise. Yeah. But then his father said, he said, "Oh, I, I went and saw Johnny, and I went and saw you know, I went and saw Brian Blade and Jeff Clapp after that, and then then uh, then I met Dickie mm-hmm. Taylor, and his father goes, Dickie Taylor." <laughs> his father was a bass player you know obviously he's, he knew about dickie taylor and and uh so he goes okay well you know you still got to go to school right <laughs> yeah so he got like maybe 20 minutes of sleep yeah yeah, yeah. but but anyway you know johnny you 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 loom large in 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 all of our minds you're a, a mythic character and you know i gotta say when when i sent out the invitation for the 100th episode uh party you were one of the first people to respond. I was like, God damn it, Johnny Vodakovich, look at what a mensch this guy is, man. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh, Oh, So, John, just Johnny, this is Manny talking. What have you been doing? Have you been doing anything different now with this whole Corona stuff? You know, someone like you, are you doing anything different? Because I don't think you are the type of guy to do anything different. You know, well, you're not going to change. You're not going to change the way you live just because of this. Well, um, to tell you the truth, um, if I if, if I was probably alone, you're right. I wouldn't do anything different. But. I got real old and all that shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, had, I had like like in, in, at, the, at the end of January, I, I had I had some surgery shit done, mm. and all of all of February, I, I I I had to recuperate from the surgery thing, and I didn't even play. And then as soon as I was recuperated, this. This this uh, uh this, this 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 Corona thing came up, you know, and I, yeah. it was it was like I got a double whammy, you know, like I never really got out of the house after recuperating from the surgery stuff. So let's just put it this way: it, I'm, I, 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 I I had already I had already changed my ways for that first month of recuperating, and then this shit started. So. You know, like I had a month of practice before this started, so you know, mm. I'm I'm really going nuts now because I've been I've, I've I've been like I've been like basically, you know, kind of uh, uh locked up for uh eight weeks, two months, you know. 
Wow. Almost yeah. two months. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got out for about three days, made a record with John Cleary. Nice. And then I need, yeah, yeah. And then immediately back in the house, you know, for another lockdown. Now, did you so also, like ne- go ahead, sorry. It's like I never really got out of the house, you know? Okay. But anyway, at least now I can play. So, uh, 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 you know, now I can play. So I feel like I, I feel like I got back to some normal shit. But, you know, it's all, you know, now that I'm locked up, man, other than that, that it, you know, uh, you know, you know, other than talking to you on the phone or, or, or Deborah turning on the camera and say and sitting saying, you know, uh, you know, you know, hey, man, come on, showtime, you know, la, 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 you know, other than <laughs> that, you know, I mean, you know. Fuck, man. Am I doing anything different to answer your question? Uh, yeah, kind of like, uh, yeah, but but I'm, I'm just really kind of going along with the program, man, because I'm really confused now after being locked up for so long. I feel like I'm going cuckoo, you know? Right, right. What else can I, you do? You know, just... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what to do, but so uh, I'm going to be cool. I'm just going to watch the movie go down, you know, for a minute. Yep. Now, Johnny, did yeah. you also do a, a, a some recording with Irma Thomas recently? Yeah, that was right before, right before, uh, uh, right before, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I did right before that surgery shit went down. I did this LP in a studio, man, big production at Misha's, and the whole thing was filmed. Wow, uh, you know, like it's, yeah, yeah, you were wired for sound, and they had like three or four cameras. And, oh man, you know, for, for yeah, for, and they 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 filmed everything. Us eating lunch, to us talking, to us messing up. They filmed. They filmed everything, man. Oh, that's beautiful, you know, man. Yeah. Doesn't she sound and, and as good as ever? Or you know, she sounds man. incredible now. Every take was a good take. Wow. Every take was a good take. The woman can. The woman can sing. Always could sing, man. Yep. I remember going right down here on Bienville Avenue next to Old Ally. I remember being, being t- 13, 12, 13 years old at Germania Hall. At Germania Hall, I used to go there. Pet cost a quarter. And you could go there, and she and she'd be singing. Man, wow. I was back around nineteen sixty one, sixty one, sixty two. You know when she wow. first had those first hits on. You know it's raining too hard. You know right, uh, right, right. Uh, you know back, time back, is on back, our back side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 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 I had a chance to do a great LP and make a great film with her, and I did the same thing with John Cleary. Oh. Went in the studio. They filmed the whole thing from the time you walk in the studio. They stick a microphone on you, and they they t- they got you know pictures. I mean, they got a whole lot of me, me and James Singleton sh- talking shit about uh you know Tyler's and talking nice. you know talking shit smack talking shit about about James Booker you know and nice. all kind of shit you oh, know man so yeah what a great it, document be- man. It's, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be some fun some a funny movie, man. Oh, that sounds terrific. Yeah, the, the, I can't wait to shit, see that. The shit with Irma is pretty funny too. The shit with Irma is pretty funny too. Yeah, we laughing a lot. She's got a wry sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we laughing a whole lot. Nice, nice. Well, Johnny, Excellent. you know we're 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 cruising through guests here, and and uh, I think uh, we're so happy that that you are, and we really appreciate it. You know, such a, such hey. a, a prince and a, such a giant of New Orleans music, and 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 you know, jazz drumming and 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 street drumming, and thank you so much for being such a such a, a help to the Trouble Men podcast and such an asset oh, to the man. city, man. 
You know what? I'm honored to be invited to be on your hundredth celebration or any one of your shows, bro. Oh, you two man. guys, are, <laughs> you, two, you, you, you two guys, are, you two guys, are perfect. You two guys are just out of your mind, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been following your shit, man. I've been following it. <laughs> right on. Good, Charlie. good, good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Tell all your friends. Yeah. I Tell do, everybody. I do. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> All right, right on, thank Johnny. You, Johnny. Well, we love you, man. Thank you so much, and, right, and you take man. care, man. We'll see you soon, sooner than later, man. Okay, man. All right, thanks, fellas. Thank you, man. Peace and here we are, back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am Renee Coleman, back with Mr. Michael Cerverus, two-time Tony Award winner and uh, leader of Loose Cattle, uh, star of uh, of Netflix Mindhunter, and and currently uh, HBO's uh, Plot Against America, a chilling show, Michael. I've been watching it. Um, yeah yes yeah, this. It, you know it's it, it, as if uh you know it's a dark show especially for jews <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's for not, any real american uh, but uh yeah yeah it's not, it's well, not any, show, good. any show that i've seen in the last 40 years of my life that have to deal with jews is always dark isn't it? Well, except for Seinfeld, that was kind of light, you know. Well, yeah, I know, but they weren't all Jewish. <laughs> well, they were all playing Jewish types, though, really. <laughs> right. But anyway, anyway, Michael, so, how are you? I'm good, Manny. How you doing? Great. I'm glad you're on. You got Me a real too. star. Well, you know, now I can add two-time Trouble Man podcasts. Uh, That's right to your resume. You to my resume. Yeah, <laughs> I'd put that right there up top. Tip top there. So, so as an actor, I mean, with everything going on, everything's shut down for you too now, right? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was supposed to do a movie starting in April that's been postponed indefinitely, and then I was mm. supposed to start this new HBO series that's going to be a big thing when it eventually happens. But they've they've put that on ice for a while now too. It's it's the kind of thing that I'm sure will happen. It's just a question of when and and it must be a nightmare for those people trying to schedule that and locations that they had all locked up and now, you know, they have to figure out when to do that. And it's hard enough for the the film and television people, but the people who are really concerned are the stage people because who knows when people are going to want to be in a you know in a large gathering together, just like the music folks, you know? Right. Well, that's what I, I was talking to uh, uh, earlier with our guest uh, Dave Clemens, who's a saloon owner, and even if they say it's okay to come back and gather in groups and bars or clubs, you know, you're going to have a lot of people not wanting to do it just yet. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and that's going to hurt business. I, I think this is going to hurt people for at least another year. Yeah, I think I think that's that's you know yeah, yeah, absolutely true. And then you know, I mean, in there are parallels to after Katrina in New Orleans, and there just were just plain fewer people around at first. Um, but people found ways to kind of scale back and make it work but it took a while before tourists started flooding back in the ways that they had but you know they did ultimately and and more so and i guess that's what we have to sort of look forward to and hope for and you know look at the other side of this when 
when we will be looking back at all this, you know? Right. You know, I remember when Katrina happened and we were still, you know, this is when they were saying, oh, it's going to take six months to get the water out of the city, you know, like all these predictions. Right. And, and, and my father has, has always been extremely circumspect. And, and, and I was like, how long do you think it'll take? And he goes, uh, and he goes, mm, 20 years. And I was like, really? <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> he goes, maybe. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, now it didn't take 20 years, but it maybe took 10, you know, it's like, yeah. well, in, in that, if you look at it in that kind of timeline, well, you know, it, things turned out better than they could have, you know, if you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. if you take a long enough timeline, it was like, well, you know, it, 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 was, it was kind of a rosy outcome compared to, you know, initial it's, predictions. It's all, it's all about managing expectations. Right, right. <laughs> well... Troubleman podcast is 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 nothing if not uh, you know about managing expectations. You got to keep them low. That it's like as soon well, as you start have go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of our one of our loose cattle uh, koozies has uh, lower your expectations on on the backside of it, which is you know kind of kind of the band motto. I think we could all agree. Sure, sure, sure. Well, you know, and actually, um, you know, a bunch of artists that that we know have records that they worked very, very hard on and, and put a yeah. lot of their own money into promoting and getting all these the ducks in a row and lined up and uh, released like a week before we went on lockdown and all this stuff happened. And, and yeah. uh, now, uh, Loose Cattle, similarly... Uh, recorded a fantastic record in a few days, and then you know, as far as the basic tracks and 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 you know, you went and did overdubs. Now, but you have it in the can; you haven't released it, so uh, you know you're, right. you're keeping your powder dry, as they say, Michael. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was going to be a rush to get it out and and available for French Quarter Fest, which was our you know our idea, but. Uh, but in a way, it's kind of worked out okay because now we have more. We've we've done the the hard work of making it, and it's all mixed and mastered now, and it sounds great. And now mm. we can kind of take our time and bring it out for French Quarter Fest when it happens, hopefully in October. So, you know, and it gives us more time to kind of you know put out a single and do some videos and and think a little bit. So, so we're lucky that we weren't further along in the process actually. Yes. And everything happened. Yes. Now, now, do you think that uh, that that's a realistic um, time frame? Again, we're all just this is total guessing. But you know, do do we think that yeah. do our gut react? Uh, you know, we can always look back on this, and you know, it's 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 always interesting to to you know again expectations. But yeah, you know, do we? Yeah, think, we can we can go back to this archive and go, wow, that's what you thought was going to happen, yeah, right? Right. That's not what happened. Yeah. I mean, I wonder. It's it's you know, like certainly Easter is going to be too early. We 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 all yeah. agree that this isn't going <laughs> to yeah. be over by Easter, right? <laughs> yeah. No matter what what the ratings are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His his ratings are fantastic, from what I understand. Yeah. Everybody's tuning yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus, I know. So, Michael, Michael, um, in all this, I mean, you've been in New Orleans this whole times because you're kind of you're in the East Coast at times too. No, right? no, Michael, yeah, well, tell, actually, tell him where you were, Michael. Yeah, well, I I was in New Orleans like through Mardi Gras and everything, and then I went up to New York, intending just to be up there for a few days because I had 
we had a couple of loose cattle uh, duo shows with Kimberly and I up in New uh-huh. York. So so we were up in New York, and then everything, you know, all hell broke loose. And so we ended up quarantined up there for a bit, canceled our shows, did a little uh, live stream sofa concert, and uh, and then Kimberly flew back down to New Orleans. I stayed in New York until last Wednesday when things really oh. just started looking kind of dire. And so I've gotten out of town to a little place on the Susquehanna River in northeastern Pennsylvania where I'm sort of just hunkering in place in the country and and waiting for some situation to stabilize in either New York or New Orleans so I can... Oh, you know, so you're there that. now. You're so there right I'm now. There now, yeah, yeah. He's oh, in a okay. very removed you... safe house. He's he's uh yeah, yeah. he's up up in the backwoods now. Tell yeah. tell tell Manny about uh, or tell tell Trouble Nation about about uh, you know your your neighbors. Uh, you were I'm you were... a neighbor here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my immediate neighbors are trees. Okay. But then beyond that, when I, <laughs> when I, when I take the dog out for walks, um, there are some places that are obviously kind of summer retreat you know kayaking fishing kind of places that are that are nice and and well-maintained and stuff and then there's a lot of mobile trailers on you know on blocks and and a couple plastic chairs out front and a lot of a lot of uh trump pence 2020 flags flying in a lot of yards and my favorite neighbor so far is the guy that i walk past every time with my dog who's got uh the refrigerator out on his front porch and for easy and access for easy access. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and the other day I walked by and he was outside literally polishing his rifle. So if I had <laughs> any question, you know, where I was, that was, that was pretty much settled. And I think the fact that I'm practicing social distancing anyway, couldn't have come at a better time. Really? Yeah. 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 So there's, <laughs> there's no temptation for, you know, any communication of political, thoughts at all or didn't want to didn't want to uh, go into your your broadway background with him for instance you weren't going to no. try to try to make any score any points by <laughs> telling you about about your vast yeah. experience in broadway <laughs> and and in fact i'm thinking that i may just take the uh take the license plates off my car the new york license plates off my jeep at least i've got a jeep with like you know that's lifted a little bit it's okay. a 99 jeep cherokee it's you know a little banged up so it looks like it looks like I belong here as long as you don't look at the license plate. And at the moment, having a New York license plate, you know, is not not particularly welcome outside of here anyway, which is part of the reason that I'm quarantining myself. It's as much for other people's safety as for mine, really. And I hope you picked up your dog shit. I absolutely did. I think I'm the only one for uh, you know a couple of counties <laughs> yeah, who does. I, yeah, but, I think that might be a dangerous I, move, Michael. It might might uh, <laughs> might might um, identify you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as a as a uh, you know too left wing. You know, it's like oh really? Exactly. You're going to do that? Exactly. Right? I was telling you yeah. earlier, like uh, you know, you take take those uh, those New York license plates off and replace it with a license apply for uh, placard <laughs> in your back window. Not applied for, but apply for. Yeah, using using correct grammar also. Yeah, suspect. yeah, yeah. Just try to try to blend in. Try to blend in with well, your surroundings. I, mean, I grew up in West Virginia, so I do have I do have some you know some cover. I, I still don't understand that. I mean, I do, but it's 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 so perplexing. Oh, I understand it totally. 
know, I, I, I grew up talking like this, you know. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> well, you know, West Virginia was the last state to get have any cases. COVID. Right. Yeah, have a case. Yeah, yeah, that's, Is that because of all the coal or something? It, it, I, it could have been the that mountains, everybody's right? lungs were, were just uninhabitable. Oh, maybe so, viruses. maybe so. Okay. Yeah. Or, or it could have been just that, like, the United States, as usual, sort of forgot that West Virginia existed. <laughs> was there. And, right. Had, right. and hadn't sent a test kit to the state until, you know, Okay. Okay. There you go. It's like, yes. Uh, uh, don't ask, don't tell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, Michael, Michael, let me ask you this. Have you done the census? Hmm. Um, no, actually I haven't. I was just thinking that tonight I need to do it. I brought it, I brought it with me. Well, because we got our letter like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And then for some reason today, I got another, another letter saying, why haven't you done the census? And I'm like, well, it, it, come on, there's this crisis going on in our busy. world. I'm a little busy, you know, trying to stay healthy and all this kind of stuff. And there was this threatening letter, this little postcard saying, you're due. Why haven't you done the census? So it's like, all right, I'll do the census, but not today. I'll do it tomorrow or whatever, you know? It's, it's right. like, but Renee, have you done it yet? Have not, Manny. I must admit, I, I've been working on the on the 100th episode podcast with all my well, might. Yeah, so, well, yeah, I, I have a lot of things on my mind too. You know, it's just like I've got my priorities uh, okay. straight here. <laughs> yeah, how important is it? I mean, I remember when I was a kid, they used to come to your house. Yeah, yeah, you I know? actually did that. I, I worked for the census in uh, in like uh, 1990. Yeah, yeah, but uh, really, you had a job. I, I did. It was a, it was a, it was a piecework, you know. I, I was, I was hired on to go to homeless shelters and and uh, talk about people that don't want to fill out the census. <laughs> people that like, you know, the Ozanam in those guys, they they really don't want to divulge any information. It's like you don't have to use your name. They're like, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> uh, you know, but that funny, place is they're... gone. Yeah, I was yeah. seeing some signs around um, and ads for for short term work for people to go do the census to be you know to be on the ground people like right before all the COVID stuff started happening and you know, I guess that quickly became a job you didn't want to do yeah. walk around and right. knock on people's doors yeah yeah no kidding man. <laughs> well, Michael, you know well, we 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 had uh, seven guests lined up today. Um, uh, two of them don't know how to either use a clock or use a phone, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, thankfully we've had some superstars who, who did answer the phone. You know, you're, you're among, uh, Jimbo Mathis from, uh, from, uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers and, awesome. uh, you know, Jonathan Freilich from the, uh, the, uh, uh, Cle- New Orleans Klezmer All-Stars. Yeah. Uh, who's, and, who's being quarantined right now? Cause yes. you think he might, he, he might have it. Oh really? But he's he's faring well. He's faring well. He's still in good, good spirits. And uh, but he described the whole testing procedure for us. And uh, Johnny Vadakovich was right before you. Who's? Uh, oh wow! He Man, answered I'm the in, phone. Yes, you're in good company. I'm in some fancy company. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 Michael. Well, that's. I mean, my greatest hope is that all of us were exposed to it during Mardi Gras and somehow have escaped so unscathed that we don't even realize that we were and we're actually now like you know super antibody 
people and you know we can go out and start helping with serums yes we're like x-men you know? yeah that's yeah, yeah. that's my hope yeah that would be terrific man i i can't wait for the uh the antibody test to where we can actually see if that's the case because dick deluxe who was our 99th episode guest thinks that that may have been the case with him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean you know i felt crappy around mardi gras which is i just wrote off to being well it's mardi gras right <laughs> <laughs> it's all the booze <laughs> yeah. and the filth. It's like I've been wandering around in you know, a G-string, and okay, it's, well. you know, it's, it's not. It's not always, okay. It's not. Always, Did you get you bullied know. into that, or was that your by your own choice? No, that was you know that was that's my go-to. Oh, really. okay. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. <laughs> I mean, on a regular Tuesday. Sure. But, sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just I just add a little sparkles. Okay. All right. Some glitter. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well michael uh, you know i'm glad you're in a safe spot there a safe place um and uh you know thank you so much for 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 being uh, you know our our episode 41 guest one of the early guests that we had and you know thank you for coming back and again you can add uh, a two-time uh Troubleman podcast guest to your resume and, yeah, right uh, at the very top. You're right. That's yeah, what's yeah, going. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, with your and, golden globes and your conies and all that, you could put that there. <laughs> well, you know, and as I'm talking to you right this second, I had been watching the new episode of Plot Against America is airing right now, uh -huh. and right now I just appeared on television. Oh fuck! Oh, oh, I, I excellent! Just, I just showed up on on HBO. I love it. I'm gonna watch it when I get off of this podcast because I'm all caught up. I can't. I've watched we. My wife and I watch them as they come out. Um, yeah, they're it's real. It's really something special. I'm really so proud to be part of it. And you know, it's it's our old pal David Simon. I know doing doing more good stuff. I know. And Blake Lee is the music uh, yeah. coordinator. It's like, what yeah. a fucking team those guys have, man. They just, you know, I love that about David. It's like, oh yeah, no, I got guys that, that, that do great work. Let's just do some more great work. <laughs> oh, they have this cool thing that they do too. They have a, um, uh, a little coin that they give for anybody who's, when they get to the point of having done a hundred hours of television hmm. with them, Oh. Whether it's a crew person or an actor, you know, who's been worked on a certain number of their shows, you know, or a writer or whatever, and they do a little ceremony and they they give them their you know their hundred hour coin. Nice, like AA, but yeah. better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> AA, AA with a check. Yeah, yeah AA yeah, with a exactly. check. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, without all the fucking sobriety, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay, Michael, well, um, on the Trouble Men podcast, we always like to say, uh, trouble never ends. But the struggle continues. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Thank you. Good night. Good night.